If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Okay, so you work for this wellness guru, um, and you, you, basically the way that you guys met each other is that she, you were, you used to be an EMT and you saved her, um, and so she's like obsessed with you, like being like the key to her like re birth almost and so her whole thing is about like wellness and she's like a little bit Gwyneth Paltrow-y but like Eastern Bloc um, and so she or, or runs this like extremely expensive wellness retreat and so you work there along with your girlfriend okay so you and your girlfriend work for her but you also like fuck this lady all the time and your girlfriend doesn't like it like she like keeps being like oh I can't believe like you went to her again and you're like yeah I can't either. <laughs> and then she's like pissed about it. And then, and your girlfriend more than you is kind of like the shit we're doing at this wellness retreat is pretty fucked up. And like, I think we shouldn't be doing it anymore. And you're like, you feel kind of complicated about it because on the one hand, you're like, I agree. But then also like, this woman just has such power over me that like, there's no, she represents my life as it is now. So like, I don't know if I can, you know, just walk away from this place. Um, and especially because this place and her are like inextricably tied and it represents paradise and rebirth and all this stuff. So it's like very hard for you. So then you find out your girl. So your girlfriend's like, I'm going to talk to her. So she goes and talks to her. And then you find out that your girlfriend in going to talk to her is now fucking her. What do you do? This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. I'm Colin. 
I'm Kelly. I'm Ryan. I'm Patrick. So, what do you do? I mean, I'm- all's fair, right? Like, if you... <laughs> What's you're- a what? <laughs> you're <laughs> fucking her. Yeah. So, what if your girlfriend's... Yeah. What, are you going to be mad now? Yeah, yeah. Did this lady, like, at any point change your name for you? Because it seems like you're... St- I actually cult, don't know. Right? I actually don't know if like she you're changed. In a cult. Yeah. yeah. So it's very culty. Um, I'm talking about Nine Perfect Strangers. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched the show, please watch it. It's so fucking good. I mean, it's like very. It sounds horrible. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is only like a very minor part of okay. it. But what I will say is, you know how shows these days tend to not do chemistry cuts or ke- chemistry tests? Yeah. And so you're like, okay, it's just like two hot people in a room. Yeah. There is a ship on here that I really wanted to do, but doesn't fit in this or on here or for, 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 um, uh, what's it called? Any of our topics that oh, for this okay. recording session, um, there is not in, it's on from the show, but not in the pr- thing I just presented to you guys. Um, that is the chemistry from the moment these two characters are on screen together. You're like, those two people are going to end up together and they fucking do. And it's so fucking good. Um, but it's a great ensemble cast. Nicole Kidman plays, uh, this kind of like Gwyneth Paltrow goop type person, yeah. but Russian. Also, awesome. she's wearing all these insane wigs. They make her swim in the wigs, which is like, oh, wow. <laughs> next level. Um, and it's huge ensemble cast. You have Michael Shannon, uh, 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 Melissa McCarthy, uh, a bunch of like really, really, really talented people. And yeah. it's one of those like, you know, every person that comes to this thing is, you know, they're here because they have some kind of like fucked up secret that they're trying to like run away from or deal with or whatever. And so it's like, you know, each person like gets their moment in the show. I haven't finished it yet, but so far I really like it. Um, it's very high drama in the way that like Big Little Lies was very high mm-hmm. drama. But it's, it's the same author, right? It, oh, yes. So then that makes oh. sense. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's great. I mean, it's obviously it's it's I, I wouldn't say it's like a perfect television show, but it's like a great way to spend your time. All right. Um, really, really recommend it. I cried like in three episodes. I was Whoa. crying. Yeah. So if I was crying, I'm going to need some tissues. Yeah, there's like <laughs> Melissa McCarthy gets some really fucking good acting moments yeah. and she's such a good actor. It's so good when she gets to play a grounded role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. And 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 the 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 relationship is her and this other guy. Okay. I forgot his name. He's Bobby an Italian Cannavale? actor. Yes, Bobby <gasps> Cannavale. Oh! Yes. Yes. I love that. <laughs> yes. From the moment they fucking meet. From the <sighs> moment they fucking meet, which is like literally <laughs> she gets really bad news she's an yeah. author she gets really bad news about her career as she's on her way to this thing oh, so she pulls over on the side of the road and is like screaming and so he pulls over and he's like you okay and she's <laughs> just like can you leave me the fuck alone like i'm having a meltdown here and he's like yeah you're having a meltdown like are you okay <laughs> and like that moment there's like a very funny moment this this isn't what this hot take is about but we'll get back to it <laughs> uh there's just a really funny moment where and it's before they you know, whatever. It's before anything really happens, but they're flirting and flirting, but still kind of mean to each other in a way that n- neither of them is seeding their dominance. Yeah. But she like falls asleep in a pool and he's eating grapes and he throws one at her and it goes down her throat and she starts <laughs> oh, no! choking. So he gives her the Heimlich and she's like, what happened? I, I thought I was dying. And he's like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> and, she, and then she sees the grape and she's like, what is that? Is that a grape and he's like i don't i don't think that's anything and he like tries to grab it and then she picks it up and she's like how did a grape end up in my mouth and he's like i, I don't i don't know that's weird that's crazy and then she looks to his float and there's grapes and he's like oh no no and she's like did you 
try to kill me with a grape? <laughs> so it's like that kind of like it's re- their chemistry is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is so good. And it's a slow burn. So okay. it's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> and then there's just other stuff like Michael Shannon plays like a very dorky over positive dad. That's a chemistry yeah. teacher or government teacher or whatever. Like. Everyone's very, very good in it. Government. Or government, whatever. I had same, high school, it's the same. It's the yeah, same dude. Exactly. Same personality <laughs> type, dude. Well, he's just very like, come on, guys, let's uh, let's do this. And, like, uh, either way, you can picture the posters up in his classroom. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. It, there's like um, a mountain that's like, never give up or something. Yeah. Um, but he's very like, he refers to their whole family as like their last name, plural. Yeah. And he's like, oh, count us in the, like, I forgot what Henderson's the last name is. Right. Yeah. He's like, the Hendersons are in. Like it's good. It's good. I mean, yeah, it's, but anyway, so these two people, uh, I guess they're both fucking, uh, Masha. I guess I, I really don't see, like, <laughs> I mean, every relationship you have to like negotiate boundaries, but mm-hmm. like if it's okay, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it seems like it's, it's not good for either of them. No, no. It clearly right. upsets yeah. both people in the relationship. Masha's yes. the only one who's fucking getting out well, of this and, thing clean. And Masha does this like fucked up shit where she'll just like come in their room and like watch them sleep. Oh. Masha! Yeah, yeah. Masha, she's she's got some fucked up situations. She has her own secrets. I mean, everyone's got their secrets. Uh. But she, she's got her own secrets. And like she will like, like she, after she fucks the guy, uh, she'll be like, okay, now, like, go back to your girlfriend. Like, it's fucked. Like, she's got some yeah. control shit. She's puppeting each of them against each other. So yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, mean I, I think you need to take it as a sign that you are both in too deep with And you need to run Masha. away. Yeah, you mm-hmm. need to yeah. run away. But that's only, like, if your partner is at that same place with you. Because this could also be the end of the relationship, right? Well, it's also really crazy because right before all this, right before she goes to see Masha... She's like, we should run away. She's like, we need to leave. This place is fucked up. Like, yeah. we are doing things to these people that is, we should not yeah. be, they're seeking help and this is not helping them. This is really bad. I don't know what she's trying to do. And you are kind of like, uh, yeah, I'm just going to like look at these leaves because like, I don't want to think I'm about too that. Deep here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes and then she comes back having fucked Masha. And then you can't leave because then it's like, okay, well, fine. I, I Let's leave. But what if your partner's like, you You can go ahead and leave, but exactly. I'm staying here I'm with staying Masha. With like, Masha. Oh, so you get to fuck Masha now? Yeah, alone. I was fucking Masha. That was yeah. my thing. No, and but. you also still kind of care for this person, even that though you're in thing. this <laughs> fucked up thing where you know you're leaving her alone with Masha, yeah. which is yeah, like yeah. maybe not. You know what you need is you need a break. <gasps> like, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> like All I was going to suggest is that you find another cult and you go there for <laughs> For like, I don't know, a few weeks. And then they'll like help you get perspective. <laughs> <laughs> do they do like cult exchange programs I for people who are in trouble adjusting? Yeah, it's like a rumspringa, mm-hmm. but like cults. Into a and not, cult. Yeah, it's pretty much just like going from being Amish to like Hutterite or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if your rumspringa was also Sea Org. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you go from like uh I forgot what the name of the uh, wellness place. Wait, what? I don't know. From Quakers? <laughs> yeah. So wait, no, Quakers are not they're like chill and cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think you're I mean, thinking of maybe degree. Mennonites. Quakers are the Quakers are like the coolness. ultimate coolness. No, they're chill. I was raised Quaker. No, Quakers are this? Yes. Quakers are Quakers are Quakers tight. are very cool. I mean, they're Christian. 
So yeah. like if you, if you know, the problems there. So just like inherent religious issue, but like no, no, they're, they're very, very chill. chill. They're pacifists. They were anti-slavery. Yeah, like forever. Like they, they're they're chill. They're all right. Fine, Quakers, you get a pass. Yeah, Quakers, <laughs> Quakers get a pass. Um, well, it seems like Colin was trying to mischaracterize. And therefore, miscast Quakers. We're doing miscast ships wow, today. Wow, 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 wow. That was Ding-ding. a fucking backflip of a Yeah, segment. It was. Also, I was the one who started talking about Quakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> fucked it up first. Yeah, yeah. You had my back you guys and I threw took, you under the bus. You guys took a gaffe and made it into <laughs> a segue. Uh, we're talking about miscast ships. Miscast ships. Yeah. Because yep. Dear Evan Hansen is out today. We gotta talk about it. Mm. We gotta talk about it. Um, and... To say that Ben Platt is miscast in this movie is maybe inaccurate. It's not. He's should not be playing this part in this movie at this time. That sure. counts as miscast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, are you gonna put like I don't know, like like it? it I think age matters. Sure. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. It's just like because the part is his, right? Like he was he the one who owned it yeah. on Broadway. Yeah. Um. But, like, it just doesn't make sense for a man that age who looks the age that he yes. looks like to be playing a high school scene. Like, like, okay. Like, it's like if we did a remake of Romeo and Juliet, and uh-huh. no matter how much Leonardo DiCaprio would like it, <gasps> but to oh cast him now, like, it would be like that. Yeah, oh my it would God. be a real problem. Real problem. But that's the sort of thing. I mean, that's the sort of thing you could get away with on stage. Like if you got yeah. Claire oh, Danes and, so far and Leo away. together oh again, God, to, I would go. Yeah, yeah me too. Holy shit! Yeah, 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 Especially with the fucking like cardigans, like Love Fool stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole like Baz Luhrmann love the whole exactly. thing. Yes, yes, oh my yes, yes, God! Yes. I would. Like Puzzlethwaite is dead. What? We got no apothecary. Oh, yes, come up with a new one. I mean, okay, we can come up with a new one. Here's the thing. I think. My POV on this Dear Evan Hansen thing okay. yeah. is that I don't think it's that he's 27. No. It's that he looks and performs badly Yeah, in mm. the movie. So, like, if he was 27 and pulled it off, I wouldn't care. Like, some of those Riverdale people are 27 at this point. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah. But, like, he is not pulling it off. And there is yes. like a contract the meekness with teen thing. dramas that we don't have, like a, like a televised episodic yeah. teen yeah. drama, like, we know they're all like you cast a bunch of fucking sexy 22 yeah. year olds because we're all here to watch a bunch of sexy 22 yeah. year olds. Like we're, we're going to watch t- teens have sex Hell with each other no. on TV. <laughs> out, of That's here. Gross. out of here. That's gross. And I think there's, there's, there's a couple things there, right? Like one, we expect a little bit more realism when it comes to movies than television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think also if the movie didn't take itself quite so seriously, I think maybe we would have a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, but it's also such sway. a serious. It's a serious. The, the source material is so yeah. fucking serious. Yeah. I'm vaguely aware of the story and stuff, but it seems like it has zero sense of humor from everything I've seen and read. Oh, like, yeah. It's, it tries. The, the first have, act has some like dark yeah. I mean, humor. It tries. It. It's either you got a sense of humor or you don't. Like I think it, it does. You, I think yeah? the first act does. Yeah, I think it does. The, the, the first the act. The subject matter yeah. is very dark. And mm. like the second act. Is, is just is a slog, a dark place yeah. that you have to push through. Okay. <laughs> like, um, where like people like just have school. to ad- have to admit to being wrong and yeah. manipulative, yeah, and, and hurting people, yeah. and yeah, and alienating everyone you know. I and just like covering childhood trauma and just like yeah. yeah, I do. I I do agree with what you were saying, Ryan, about how his performance because it does seem I, okay. Two things, right? One, 
the way that you would pretend to be a teenage boy on stage is very different than the way you would pretend to be a teenage boy when a camera is, like you were saying off mic, yeah. literally inches away yeah. from your face. Yeah. Like you're you're not playing to the cheap seats. Yep. You are like the camera will catch every fucking little thing you do. So mm-hmm. it's it's very like acty. Like what he's doing, and he's doing a lot of like weird hunching and like trying to seem diminutive and small, which just reads as fake. Yeah, right. And very strange. Did you guys watch the politician at all? I've seen clips of the politician, yeah. and he. Yeah, he's in the politician. He's, in the, he's politician. Great in the politician. He is the titular politician. Oh. Yeah. Um, and he yeah, he's very good, but it's also it's a Ryan Murphy production. Yeah. And yes, he's playing a high schooler, but like all the high schoolers are adults. Yes. And it's, a Ryan it's highly Murphy stylized. And it, it's like it's Camp. highly stylish. Yeah. It's very campy. And so all of those things play into it. So it's like I think he has a capability for a certain kind of television show. Yeah. Or a certain kind of screen. Just production in general. Production. Well, but like yeah. I don't know that Dear Evan Hansen is it. You can see why they made this mistake. It seems mm-hmm. like it's yeah. like, oh, he spent like the last dozen years playing a high school yep. kid yeah, with yeah. great success. Why yeah. wouldn't we let him do it one more time? And then it's yeah. like the, the shit comes out of the oven. You're like, Jesus Christ. Yes. yes. Yeah. Or honestly, you take the first picture of him with that hair and those outfits and you're like, oh, oh shit. no. The outfits, I don't know. What do you do with that? I mean, I. I we already printed the call sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We can't reprint those. Yeah. Yeah, but it but it is it's like if you were doing a Book of Mormon movie, like you cast Andrew Rannells and Josh Gad yeah. to be the leads because mm-hmm. like they are those parts, and also and who also cares? they would be fine, right? Yeah, like, that, shit. that show is silly <laughs> as fuck, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate. I do feel bad for Ben Platt. Like, do I make fun of him still? Yeah, of course. <laughs> but I do feel bad because, like, you know, the entire internet's making fun of him for this. Like, yeah. I, like the whole like, can you imagine? You are like. Okay, I'm gonna go like do this thing, and everyone is like, "You look so fucking old," yeah. and like you like, yeah. Well, even yeah. even when people are like trying to make right about shit they're saying about it, because like, there was that review that was like, "And this inexplicable wig," and then they had to run oh, a correction yeah, yes. that was like, uh, "Inexplicably, it's his real hair." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still inexplicable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's shocking that it is his hair. I could it not believe shocking, it was yes. his hair. I could not believe it was his hair. It looked like, oh my god, I'm forgetting her name, uh, Peggy Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say Sarah Paulson in the uh, OJ show. Oh, you know what? And then that there's the Ryan Murphy connection between yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. and I mean Sarah Paulson's in a million wigs, always a wig, always in yeah. wigs, always in wigs. Queen maybe of wigs. Maybe she has no hair. Maybe. Or maybe she's Orthodox Jewish and can't show her maybe. her real hair. <laughs> Who knows? We'll Who's, never know. We'll never speculate know. wildly. <laughs> uh, Colin, do you have a... You went first last time. Go again. All right. Um, <laughs> do you have a miscast ship? Absolutely. So I uh, broke it down um, to its root. And the first part of my ship is a miss... And the second part wears a cast. Um, I, of course, am talking about April and Andy from Parks and Rec. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Well, you did it. (laughs) (laughs) I had such a hard time with miscast because it's like, when something is miscast, it kind of spoils the stew. And then we forget about those fucking properties. I did something like that, too. I I came up with one, but it was, this was, and I 
take responsibility. I did pitch this idea, but it was very hard. <laughs> it was, it was good. It forced fun. us to think outside the box. It was the good. The second I saw a miscast, I was like, well, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> La-di-da. Not all of us are Mr. Patrick Ellers. <laughs> well, Not all of us have such joy in miscast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so... I, I've always thought April and Andy are just fucking endgame from the pregame. Yep. You know, yeah. the yeah. perfect on-screen chemistry. The characters are so in love with each other. Mm-hmm. I love that the show takes us the distance so we get the affirmation as yeah. viewers. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, they do fucking, they, they go all it the way. Out, yeah. yeah. And it's it's one that like will always take me to a happy place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a himbo. It's got a goth girl. It, what else do you want? We love it. Yeah, yeah. it's great. So, and they, um, their individual journeys throughout the show are so good too, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. That like, sh- you know, he goes from being like fuck up to like having his shit together, even though he's had to like fake it and stumble and fail and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that like April starts off as like detached and cynical as a teenager has to be because they're a teenager. Um, and then like cares about shit by the end. Yeah. Um, and that they like help, they both help each other get to and through those places. Yeah. I yeah. like that ship a lot. I love and April. Speaking of April's journey, I just love like when she starts to realize that like being an angsty teen doesn't have to be her whole identity. Yes, yeah. because it's like that's that's in a sitcom like that's your whole identity. Yeah. But yeah. because this like is such a good, well written character, we get to find out like oh no, there's actually a lot more to her, mm-hmm. and she still has the same like uh you know dry sense of humor and right. is very yeah. mean and great and is what we love about her. But is like. A great person and a great partner to Andy. Yeah. 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 I love that moment when she leaves her boyfriends um, yeah. where she's just like, this isn't fun. Like, you're just sitting here making fun of people in yeah. the, the auditorium here. This sucks. And like, I don't know. It's it's such a nice like moment in a, a sitcom for a character to realize that like their fundamental, their comedic conceit is like detrimental to them mm-hmm. and like yeah. work against it. Yeah. I like April. Yeah. And yeah. Andy. Classic. Also, Classic. it feels like a real R.I.P. Chris Pratt, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, what happened to that version of Chris Pratt? I mean, even he said he's not funny anymore once he got jacked. Well, and he was jacked towards the end. Not jacked, but like more fit. He wasn't full on jacked. Well, but. there there were some seasons after Guardians, right? Where he yeah. was. But I mean, but they didn't dress him to be. Yeah. Right, no. right, right. Yeah. But they, they, did, they did a fun job yeah. explaining it away where they he's, just made him sober. <laughs> like, yeah. How much beer? beer were you drinking? He's like, a lot of beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh. So, Patrick, you having the perfect miscast ship. Well, I don't know if it's perfect. It just it, it sprung well, to better, my mind immediately. All right. Better all right, get some hear. dicks um, hard. I'm let's back see. Pedaling on it as fast as I can. <laughs> 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 all right. Pull them out, everyone. Everyone, got to measure them. Okay, go. Um. <laughs> thank you, Kelly. Okay, go. Um. I think two of the most superhero movies tend to do a good job, especially recently of casting uh, mm-hmm. the, the heroes and their villains. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one of the things that is genuinely um, miraculous about the MCU, yeah. right? Where you're just like, oh, everyone fucking makes sense. Um, but it wasn't always the case, and specifically not the case in Batman Forever, where Jim Carrey's Riddler and Tommy Lee Jones's Two-Face oh, yeah. are insane characters that have yeah. nothing to do with those, oh, Colin disagrees with me. And the actors <laughs> hated each other. The actors hated each other, and they just wait. They spend the entire their entire time on screen trying to one up each other and like be the crazier, both be the better Joker, which yeah. neither of them are. <laughs> right. That was, um, that is insane, isn't it? Nuts? It's insane that there are two Jokers in a movie where there's no Joker. <laughs> yes, that's right. And also, actually, I I, I want to correct what I just said. They didn't both hate each other. 
Tommy Lee hated Jim Carrey. Right. Because he thought, he claimed that it was because he thought he was just a a, a clown. Yeah. But then Which, secretly it was that he didn't like that Jim Carrey was like be- a better comedic actor than him. And like you can tell that like Tommy Lee Jones is like going for being like a big. Yeah, he's trying. He could, trying be a, yeah. he could be an awesome fucking Two-Face if he just like was being himself was right? the character as written which he was perfect for yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. yes <laughs> yeah um so yes maybe perfectly cast but like uh, whatever fucking happened in his brain that made him be like i'm gonna out jim carrey jim carrey which is pointless no why? one can do, why that. Would you do that why would you try yeah yeah. And meanwhile, Jim Carrey is playing him like uh, the fucking mask or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and it just like knowing that there's so much like tension between them of like Tommy Lee Jones just like wants to be as good a comedic actor as Jim Carrey. It's like, let's just let him fuck. Yeah. yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. They can work it out and Wait, not have to like. the actors? No. No, we the don't characters. Do that. No, we don't do that. I want the, <laughs> I want the characters loaded with the backstory of the actors. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The characters are in an AU where they're in a movie. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh my God. You know what? Yeah, it's like Scream 2. Yes. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Scream 2, Batman. Scream 2, Batman Forever. Yeah. Uh, Batman Forever really glosses over that opportunity, probably because they didn't want to admit that something was going so horribly right. wrong yeah, on yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. But like, because they set it up where the Riddler goes to Two-Face and he's like, hey, let's team up and we'll destroy the Batman and yeah. it's going to be fun and wild. And Two-Face is like, no, fuck you. You're a clown and I hate you. And like, <laughs> that's, this, that's the story. I know. Yeah. But then they fucking like, I can't even remember. Oh, he shows him the weapon that he built and he's like, all right, fine. I'm on board. Let's do yeah, it. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, they could have been contentious the whole time. Yeah, it been and then you have fighting over Batman. Villains. Yes, fighting over Batman. Um, I'm sorry I made such a, a grimace when you started. It's just, it's peak Jim Carrey. It was yeah. right in yeah. my like childhood like fandom of Jim Carrey. I think as an individual performance, it's one of his top ten. Like, whoa, it's so good. It's peak Jim Carrey, man. He I felt doing- like I felt like well, for me that one's Mask because I was like very into the Mask as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I think. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was like getting away from him, but he was like, I mean, he was firing on all cylinders. Yeah. It's just not what that movie needs, though. Right. No. I mean, it's also impossible to tell what that movie needs because it doesn't work on any. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's not functional. No, no. It's a non-functioning movie. Yeah. So maybe the fact that Jim Carrey is in there, like, just. It could just be poor casting. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Nothing against him. Um. That's really good, Patrick. The Riddler and Two Face. That was the the first thing I thought right of. In. I was just there. Yeah. Wow, that's really good. Uh, Ryan, do you have a miscast ship? I do, and it's going to start with a reading. Oh my Ooh. god! Okay, all right. So I want you to hear me describe this person, then tell me what actor you think. Okay, okay, okay. Not okay. if you remember who was casting it, but okay, okay, who you okay. think sounds like these things. Edward Ferrars was not recommended to their good opinion by any particular peculiar graces of person or addresses. He was not handsome, and his manners required intimacy to make them pleasing. He was too diffident to do justice to himself, but when his natural shyness was overcome, his behavior gave every indication of an open, affectionate heart. Who does that sound like to you? Okay, this is going to... It's the 90s, but... Okay, oh, this is actually perfect because that it's the 90s. And okay. It's not fair because this also could be a description of a different person, Yeah, but the guy... Oh, God, I'm forgetting his name. He's in succession, but he was also Mr. Darcy. Yeah, Matthew McFadden would have been a great yeah, choice Matthew McFadden. for this. It was not who they cast. Okay. Well, do you guys have any picks? Not handsome. Super shy. Not charming when you first meet him. Kind of like off-putting. You have to get and Toby Maguire. Great, great casting. Great. I don't know. I guess 
other Tobey Maguire boy daddy. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal can play that no, sort of like. No, he's handsome. Jake a very he's good actor, very... so I feel like okay, he we could make that yeah, sort of role. in Nightcrawler. But... He was kind of gross in that. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. gross in Nightcrawler. He could, if you told him to be off putting, he could do it. Yeah, okay. or uh, um, what's his name? Edward. Um, Ed Robert Norton. Pattinson. Robert oh. Pattinson could also do this. Ed Norton, I think. Ed Norton could also yeah, do this. Great pull. So any great actor could do this, and I'm, I guess I'm about to say this guy is not that great an actor. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh my but god! Again. Not that handsome. Okay. Not charming immediately. Right, 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 right. Once you get to know him, uh, something blossoms. Right. I'm afraid of who it's going to be. This is from 1995 Sense and Sensibility, and it is Hugh Grant. No, 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 The British actor in 1995. Yeah, that's a great point. No, there were three other British actors in 1995. It could have been one of those. Alan Rickman. I don't Alan, know. Now, Alan Rickman was he's, in the movie in a different part. Okay. He was very good. He was very well cast. Yeah. 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 But I mean, Alan Rickman Alan is well Rickman, cast in anything. Yeah. And Alan Rickman could have, you're right. He could have done this part. Yeah. But okay. yeah. Hugh Grant. Hugh fucking Grant. Not handsome. No, 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 not no. Not immediately no. charming. No, no, no. No, no, no. And it what? was a different time of Hugh Grant. I think, for me at least, Hugh Grant is like his ultimate when he's like a Rick. Mm-hmm. When he's yes. very yes. handsome. Everybody notices he's handsome and charming and he's. Maybe. And it's a problem that and he's handsome problem and charming. And it's a problem that he's handsome yeah. and charming. About a boy, Hugh Grant. About a boy, Hugh sure. Grant. Love Actually, Hugh Grant. Yeah. Um, Bridget Jones' Diary, yeah. Hugh Grant. Yeah. That is, to me, the that's peak. That's, that's yeah. peak. That's where he's doing his best. And <laughs> it's true that in the 90s, there was like a shy boy thing happening with like four weddings and funerals. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, there was like a shy boy thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. this is insane. It's horrible yeah. casting. But, bad, bad, bad. Um, Why not but, use Matthew Broderick? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so much better. Um, but we're talking about ships, right? So that was the big challenge for me. It was like somebody who's miscast, but I still ship it. And I do still ship it. And I think it's because the woman that plays Eleanor, who is his love interest in sensibility, is Emma Thompson. And here's the thing. You can't, if yeah. Emma Thompson's in love, you're going to root for it. Yeah. yeah you want Emma Thompson to get what she wants. So if she spends all movie pining over this guy, and then at the end he tells her, his brother actually married Lucy Steele, not him. So he's single and available. And then Emma Thompson just breaks into sobs because she's been holding yes. in her sadness oh. for months and months. And now she finally is like, I can't believe it. And he's like, I love you. I want to marry you. And then they get married. It's very cute. Yeah. So you got to root for it because Emma Thompson gets yeah, it. You she's gotta. carrying it. She's yeah. carrying it. But, I mean, yeah. you you root for anything that she wants, even if you know it is awful for her. Yes, yeah. When like, she is like in, in the Alan Rickman thing when yeah. she is like, oh, God, so sad actually. about her fucking oh. husband, and you're just like, oh man, I wish he would just stop fucking other people and or yeah. pining after other people and be with you, even though why? Yeah, no, hundred percent. You yeah. just want Emma Thompson to be happy, and like it doesn't matter what that happiness entails because she's the villain in Cruella. Yes. Um, and like, I don't know if it's just because I generally didn't like the movie, but like, I was rooting for her. Like, yeah, like, I didn't see the movie. I have seen it. And let me say something because I haven't got to talk about this. Okay, yeah, okay. let's do it. Because it just came on to free Disney Plus. Yeah, this is, that's it. why I watched it. They make a, par- a big, a significant part of Cruella's development is that she adopts a dog okay. who is her best friend and helps her do crimes. And then they, she meets other friends who have a dog. And they all work together to fight, to do crimes. And one of these dogs saves the day probably 10 times. Yes. He's a tiny dog who has an eye patch. He's great. He's great. So there's two dogs that her are among her family, her best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Then she adopts some dogs. What? She, they canonically make her 
a dog person. Yep. Then how can she turn around and want to make? Here's the well, thing: it's Emma... non-canonical. That I love that movie. I love <laughs> you Cruella. Love it? Yes, <laughs> it was so good. And the only conceit you have to make is that she doesn't murder dogs. So okay. she doesn't be they okay. Cha- you take that out. Well, it's and just, it's just oh, a it's great, a standalone movie. It's just a stand. Honestly, it's a reset. As, it's a reboot. As a standalone movie, I don't think I mind it, but I do. Oh, I really didn't like it. <laughs> it is a re- I, yeah. I've boot. heard I, I've heard very I like mixed the things about it. Yeah, the, yeah, the fashion is fun. Yeah. yeah. But and the performances are good. The yeah. performances are so good. Her yeah. fucking little her, her little fam, the dogs and her two goons. But that's, it's hard to enjoy her, her being the dogs. Her fashion. No, I think that's okay. I, I'm, I, I'm with Colin on this. Like, I don't care that like she murders dogs later. Especially because but she just does it. This Cruella and my mind Cruella just doesn't? doesn't murder dogs okay. later. Just but, doesn't like, happen. Her arch nemesis in this movie weaponizes Dalmatians like yep. against her, like attacks her with yes. Dalmatians. So it's not just like a an appetite for dog murder in general, but Dalmatian murder specifically. But spoiler, <laughs> she adopts those dogs. Yeah. So they make that so, like, so that, that is like her that dogs. That was put as like this thing. I remember when it came out and people saw it and they were like, oh, like they make it so her family is killed by Dalmatians. Blah. But like, but like that's it's a, not how the movie plays. No. It. Right, right, it's right, not right. like I hate Dalmatians because my family right, was right, killed right. by She loves dogs. Like, her best friend is a dog. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she she just loves a, dogs. She's a dog lover. <laughs> when she wants to reward people who were loyal to her, she gives, gives them, them dogs. dogs. Right. <laughs> but Emma Thompson's the bad guy yeah. and she's so fucking <laughs> good. She's, she's still kind of one good yeah. things for her. She's like a, uh, like a Miranda Priestly who murders people. Oh, that's yeah. great. It's love great. it. <laughs> love it. No, it's worth seeing. Okay. If you can get us all worked up like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's 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 inciting uh, a lively debate. Yeah. So that's good. Um, Kelly, I, do you have a miscast ship? I do. Okay. This is weird because it's real people because it's oh. based off of a reality show. But in my mind, it's like fictionalized versions of them. Okay. So I don't know if you guys watch this show called Alone. I think we might have talked about it. It's very good. Um, it's basically they take uh, survivalists and they each have to go and uh, they're each given like cameras and they just document themselves trying to survive in the fucking Arctic and then whoever can make it the longest wins. And it is fucked. It is so fucked what these people have to go through. Like, because basically they, they go up... It, it used to be like just in Vancouver or like, you know, the woods outside of Vancouver or something. But then recently they started doing like Arctic ones. Oh, so they start out, they go out there and it's not yet snowing. So it's like fall. So they have like, a, and this, this season that I was watching is season six. They have to go a, a hundred days. So from like October. So they have oh. to like build a structure that's going to withstand like negative 30 fucking degrees. And it's just them. They're just out there. And it's also kind of scary because, like, they can call for pickup, but, like, sometimes they're like, we can only come the next day to come get you. So, like, it's – and a lot of times their structure will, like, burn down and they don't have a structure anymore or whatever. So they're, like, building their little house. They're, like, figuring out where to set up snares to, like, catch rabbits or whatever. And also you learn a lot on the show. I remember one season this one guy um, caught a moose and he was really happy. And so he was eating the moose and it was killing him because the moose is too lean and it was taking more calories for his body to process the moose and stay warm. So when it starts getting cold, your calorie deficit goes way, way, way fucking down. Um, And that's a lean moose. Well, it's just moose in general. So they know now because like obviously the people that do the show, they watch the show. 
and also they're just like survivalist experts like it's crazy like the things that they know what to fucking do like this one guy caught a um musk ox and so he was just keeping the musk ox and surviving on it and he was like eating its hooves and shit because he was like oh i feel a little bit like this so like i know that i have this deficiency so i'm gonna eat this and then they have like infographics that'll show up that'll be like oh uh this contains this thing that your body needs and like whatever and like Microsoft paperclip just came yeah. My- <laughs> yeah 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 it well, looks like you're trying Clippy's to get more iron. There. <laughs> Clippy's like looks like you're trying to survive in the Arctic, um, and like it'll be things like they don't get toothpaste but they do get a toothbrush and so this one woman was just chewing on spruce, which apparently like she chewed on spruce and then would brush her teeth with it and apparently that like so you learn like all these weird things um, and there were like so it used to be a very like male uh, dominated. Uh, show but then they've now had a lot more women that come on the show and the people that always do the best are the fucking weirdest fucking people (laughs) who like love they just love being alone they love being in the fucking woods they love they just love being out there and um they usually when you get down to the oh and the other thing that happens is uh Someone you like deposit your tapes somewhere and then someone picks up the tapes. And so they know if you have an injury or whatever, even if you're not reporting it, because sometimes they'll like try and hide like yeah. like there's, you know, this one guy one season was like really losing weight too much. It was the moose guy. Yeah. Do they pull people out if yeah. they think they are going to die? They'll okay. pull you out. Like they're like, your organs are failing. And they're like, yeah. I feel fine. I've never felt better in my life. And they're like, <laughs> uh, yeah, you've lost 60 percent of your body weight. So we're going <laughs> to take you home. And they like you can just like they're eyes are sunken like their cheeks like they are losing so much fucking weight just being out there and so you have to be good i'm doing miscast because a lot of times they ice fish Mm. and um and that's the other thing too is that they're so hungry every time they catch an animal they're so thankful they're so thankful and they're so like they'll like start weeping they'll be like thank you rabbit oh my god like because they're so fucking hungry yeah or like they'll catch a fish and they're like okay this fish will last me 10 days and they'll like smoke the fish or whatever. So that's how I got to this. So the last two people in season six are this woman named Callie, who's from Montana. And then um, this man named Roland. And they are both so fucking weird. So, so weird. They're so strange. They both are like, I love being out here. I And the person who went home third yeah. was like, I just need someone to talk to. I'm so lonely. And then you cut to Callie, who's like doing a fashion show, like with her. Like she's like she's like I just got my new like. Uh, she's like I I got to pull out my because she had this um jacket that she had traded years ago uh, with this like indigenous tribe that had lived in the Arctic. So she was like showing off her like jacket and was like and so it's like cutting from someone being like I just need someone and she's like and then um. And Roland is very, I mean, he like fucking knew like, I mean, they're all so fucking knowledgeable, but he was so smart in how he built his structure. He like built it. He found like a steep hill and then so used the back of the steep hill as one of the walls and then did rocks and um, uh, uh, like logs and then put moss like in between and like did a whole thing. And so he'd be like. Uh, day 92 over at Rock House. I'm going to see uh, what, what I'm doing over here. Oh, it's a cold day at Rock House. And he's it's a like, noir detective? Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> okay. He's like narrating his own thing. Um, but he was just very strange. Um, and he was the one that was like living off of the musk ox for most of the time. Yeah. Uh, but I just picture, so then it ended up being just Callie and Roland left. 
and they're so like weird and I like them just being alone like I mm-hmm. I don't think they have any desire to really be with each other I my idea of them is that maybe they like stumble upon the other's cache of stuff because also the way they set up the show is that it's impossible for them to see each other yeah like there's it's this huge lake and they're just like all around it and it's just my idea that like one day like he comes upon her cache of like berries or whatever and then he like takes them but then he leaves like i don't know like a rabbit leg or something and then so then she like i think that they like create a relationship through gifts never having met they're just and neighbors. Yeah, they're just this neighbors. Is, this is a good fences make good neighbors yeah. scenario. Yeah, here. yeah. I like this. And there's like, but I think she she also might leave like little joke things because she does have a very strange sense of humor. <laughs> so she she comes out, she sets up her camera facing her, this is what happens in the show, facing her little shelter. And she comes out and she's like, uh, she's like, what is that? Is that a bear? And then she turns the camera around and this is how she debuts her big jacket. And she's like crawling around <laughs> and then it comes up and she's like, just kidding. It's me. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I knew it was you. I'm like not the, bear. the second you came out, we knew it wasn't a bear. It was you. <laughs> but the sad thing was that she had made it 86 days. Okay. And one of her toes started getting frostbite. Uh-oh. Oh no. And she wasn't going to call. Cause you can also just call in and be like, I'm just going home. Yeah. Like I, I think I'm injured, but she was like, Maybe it's fine. So she just kept like trying to like heat it up. Yeah. And like anytime her toe would get numb, she'd be like, come on, toe, get with it. And then she'd have to stop ice fishing, go back and like yeah. heat it up. Oh. And she was just like hoping, hoping, hoping. And then she gets like a message and they're like med check. And she's like, oh, no. And like that part, it's always sad because she was like crying and she was yeah. like, I just feel so good out here. And they were like, it's spreading and it's on your other foot too. And so if you stay out here, you're going to lose your yeah feet. but it's also like the way they do the show is like kind of it's a little fucked up like basically it's just producers come and there's cameras in your face and it's the first people you've seen in three months yeah. yeah and they're just and you're just like explaining how you fucked up and why you have to go home jesus yeah and you're just like i guess i just yeah and, sh- and she was just like i just feel really happy out here and i just want to finish and i just want to like do this and she could have won and she had 11 more days and they brought her home yeah. so then uh, they go over to Roland's place and he's like, I don't know, eating a hoof or something. And they're like, and they're like, and, and his sister came to surprise him. And that was very cute. Yeah. And so, and this, this season they won a million dollars. Whereas the wow. other seasons they would win like a hundred thousand dollars or something like that, which is like not enough. For almost dying. For almost no. dying for three months in the Arctic. Um, But yeah, so my thing is, my my idea is that they're just two people that happen to live in the Arctic because they're both Mm -hmm. so happy there and they just leave each other little gifts and presents and like sometimes she'll leave like a little, um, you know, like she'll make him like a little stuffed animal or something or whatever and then he'll see it or whatever. Um, And maybe, yeah, she leaves him little berries because in the show his berries got moldy because he forgot to put them in the snow. So that's my shit. Very cute. That's good. I love a relationship where the people don't spend any time together. Yeah, they don't. I I don't think they ever meet. (laughs) They don't need to. I think maybe they might see each other across the lake and just be like. And then they both just book it in opposite directions. (laughs) (laughs) Scurry up a tree. (laughs) Hey, guys. Two Two relationships. relationships. 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.